I have one. Um, it's not like the most or the worst, but it's something I want to get off my chest. Okay. <laughs> I Alex, just never know where the story I, is going. Alex is going to love this shit. I'm trying to figure out what I'm about it. Harnesses are the worst fucking mod if you do not need them. Thank you. Yes. I wanted them I so you. bad. I will agree. And I got legit ones. I got really cool Sparko ones. Yes. They look sick. But holy <laughs> shit, they are so annoying to have in your car. I could barely reach my goddamn radio. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was going back through photos the other day, 2014, right? Two years after I graduated high school. That's yeah. the year I graduated. I was going through WCC season opener photos, Wisconsin, the season opener car show activity. I'm going through these old photos. You want to know what I see? I see Plassy dipped everything, right? Yeah. Literally. Seafoam. Seafoam. Oh, yeah, yeah. The fenders that had the sticker bombs all over mm -hmm. it. Diamond Racing Wheels was making a comeback with 37-pound 15 by 7 wheels. And I was looking through all these edited photos, and you want to know the photographer that I found in one of my folders? The Dakota Stone Photography. <gasps> Let's go! <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Isn't that, yeah, isn't that wild? I was going through it, it and then, wild. like, what, 2015, 2016? Was the Wisconsin Dells meet that we did? Dakota uh, I took the that one. photo. We'll have to put it up. Dakota took the photo. We didn't know each other like that much yet. Gels mm -hmm. is in the photo. Yep. Dakota took the photo. I'm in the photo. Like three other people that ended up coming to the the thing that we did for a few <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah. We're all in that photo at one one place in time, which is wild because like in California, the car scene's so massive. Like you never run into the same person twice. It's kind of sort of yeah. Car like, scene in Wisconsin, it was like it was just it was. Us. Yeah, literally yeah, a movie like, theater amount your of friends people. getting movie back theater. together for the weekend to go hang out, and it was literally like, like hundred of us. Yeah, if you're in the car scene, everybody knew everybody. Yes. Yeah, there was. That's why. Yeah, news got around really fast in the car scene because it was nothing more than just like a Mexican-sized family. Which I'm Mexican, so I can say that. I think if it's racist, take you, it out. You say you're Mexican, but I'm drinking Modelo. Jell's drinking Modelo. I was slow. Then, I was slow to the Merry Christmas. I was I was slow to you the Merry Christmas. Yeah, I almost got the hard seltzer, and I was not about to go on to a podcast <laughs> with the only hard seltzer out of the group. It's already questionable enough. <laughs> How are you guys doing? It's good to see you again. Welcome back to thank my you. bedroom. Thank you. Thank yes, it's good to be here. <laughs> good to be here. Uh, Don't look at the hole in the ceiling. Okay, I'm getting it fixed. All right, what? times have been tough. Because you know what? We don't have normal jobs anymore. No, we do not. I'd like to say that I'm doing good, but I'm really not because <laughs> I, I spent all this time building a winter setup for my Supra. Tell me about and it, it. It's amazing. I love it. I, but now every bit of snow is melted and now there's no more winter. Yeah, might so. as well just throw the summer tires back Yep, out. now I'm just going to revert everything I did and just go back to the way it was. You well, definitely you got the video my... film though, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. You definitely I changed my opinion on it because I saw you with the winter setup, which looks awesome, by the way. Thank it's you. like a little bit of a trip back to 2018. It is. It really is. Some of the That's colors what Jill that said, did. too. Yeah. Yeah. Which the, I think highlighter, is wild. the highlighter green just like kicked it yeah. back like six Construction years. worker yeah. yellow. And now, now it's like, <laughs> I, I feel like we should just all get winter vehicles. That you can should. It's around. the best thing I ever did. I, I'm a changed man now. I don't know if I'll ever just keep a car in the I shouldn't say. I probably will at some point, but it is so much fun to drive rear-wheel drive in the snow. Yeah. Like I was telling Jell's we were we were meeting up and 
I, I was hooning the whole way. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna get in so much trouble. I know. I hear you drifting. as you come as you come <laughs> onto my street where there's children and women and people walking there is around, too. and you're going, there's kids that stand on the corner and they bah, cheer bah, bah, for bah, me bah, when I come. Bah, 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 bah. They do. It's they, like watching they, a Hot Wheel come down the highway. They're like waiting for the, at the bus stop, and I'm like, ah, bah, bah, and they're like, it's the best thing ever. It's the best thing in the entire world. So that means we have to get winter tires on all the cars, and I think. The people on in my on my YouTube and Instagram, they want to see the Gloria slid around because it's that'd be, cool. be a good way to practice. Drifting. I want to see all of your cars slid around. I see the Ferrari. I want to see Ferrari, the Ferrari. The Ferrari slides the around without actually much fuss. Uh, we tried <laughs> well, to get you it out put into the snow. On. We're not doing that. But the S two thousand would crash into a fiery ball. But gels. Yeah. Why don't we throw some winter babies on that RX eight? <laughs> I mean, we totally could. Could I you imagine the flames on that thing? That would be wild. How come drifters don't take the drift cars out in the snow just so they can practice? You know, got to eat up tires. Yeah, it's. Oh, you're I gonna mean, salt it the same thing. Get rusty. It's, yeah, you need to work on your car so much yeah. that it'd be a terrible exactly. idea. It was more of a joke. It's literally like why I traveled to Kansas to buy my car because I knew that anything like in the rust belt would have just been absolutely it's, atrocious to yep. work on. And sure, shit, like the first event, like I had to replace the tie rod. I've had to like adjust the coils multiple times. I've and it wasn't to, too like, bad. And it was perfectly fine. Oh, see? Yeah, but it's like, I know oh. that if it was a 30-year-old car from Wisconsin, oh. it would have been an 10-minute job is a 10-hour job. Exactly. So Yeah, that's the worst part about working on those cars, because you never really know what you're going to get yeah. until you're in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. 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 I'd say it is. It is. You, well, you had a Volkswagen. I've Volks- had lots of yeah, Volkswagen. Yeah, so Volkswagen's kind of, especially <laughs> like the early 2000s, right? Yeah. Like once those things start rusting, yeah, it's, it's game over. It's yeah. done. Usually when you see, so this is a good tip. The like 2004-ish GTIs, the VR6s specifically, I always remember where it was like this running joke back in Eau Claire because I had a buddy of mine, his name was <laughs> Sam Spooner. He had an, uh, an R32 or a, no, a VR6. And he's like, once you see the rust on the actual fender, like on the like right above the wheel, the it's game over. The whole gone. fucking car's yeah. gone. You know what that is, right? Why that happens. There's a specific reason related to the Volkswagen. Oh, really? Yes. So what it is is the Mark IVs. It's the... For some reason, it's specifically the driver's height, but it can yes. happen on both. But for, yeah, the driver's <laughs> height, whatever, is notorious for it, is um, behind the fender liner, there's a pocket in the rocker and the fender liner, and it just builds up material. And if you don't, like, every few months take your fender liner off and scoop out the shit behind it, it will start rusting there because oh. dirt gets back there, salt, whatever you're driving over. I've seen literally, because I'm on the Mark Four pages, don't go on those unless you absolutely need to. No, that's like I swear, that's do not the, go the, there. That's one of the last. That's the one of the last strongholds of what I feel like old <laughs> groups, like old Volkswagen groups, okay, really are. There's a fine line. There is the extremely smart, knowledgeable people mm-hmm. that are like so hardcore that like they clean their engine bay with a toothbrush and you could yeah. eat a dinner off it because their engine bay is like fine china. And then there's the other guys that are going to Home Depot <laughs> and getting rain gutters and using those as side skirts. And there's no in between. It's one or the other. You are not in the middle of this. That's fair. But anyways, where I was getting with that is I've seen people post pictures of literal plants growing <laughs> behind the plastic fender wall. It's That's a thing. Awesome. It's a thing. It's well known. Yeah. Rust is uh, rust is terrible. It literally eats cars. And it happened to my Eclipse Strut tower rust on the DSMs. It's awful. That yeah. Literally, I've seen so many cars put to an early grave because of that. Um, but yeah, usually if, if you're seeing it, yeah. it's probably like 10 times worse underneath it. Well, Ru- the- they usually rust from the inside out. Yeah. Like, even yeah. with my RX-8, yeah. we were wide-bodying it. I was like, yeah. the reason I wanted to wide-body it, you started because to see I, it. I, when I went and saw the car, I was like, it's got just, like everything about the car is perfect, but it's got a little bit of rust like showing on mm-hmm. the rear quarter panel right by the arch. I was like, 
I know that that's worse underneath. I was like, I bet if we wide body it like right away, we'll be fine. Yeah, we just, just cut it we out. Just cut it out because you have to cut it out. Yeah, to just stop do it. a little plastic. Surgery. So we did, and sure enough, like when we cut into it, like we had a, the big chunk of it, and it was like half of that was really? like corroded the whole way through on the yeah, back side. It's not what you see; it's what you don't see. Yeah. Exactly. Which is why, if you're buying an R32 or an R33 or pretty much any <laughs> car imported from Japan, people are paying astronomical amounts of money for these cars. Which, by the way, we had Brian on the last episode from Top Rank, super cool podcast. Yeah. You should watch it, listen to it. But um, one of the number one things you should look for specifically on the R33s is checking like the top mounts for the suspension or the pinch welds because once those things start to rust specifically on the r33 it is damaging at how how fast those cars will actually wow. rust out because a lot of them yeah. they weren't really built to withstand like do they rust, the rust, rust locations Japan? well i don't know i was only there for seven well, days eight days nine I, days i don't think so but it's it's more of just like well i know it snows there it, yeah well, what yeah. do they do? Well, I'm a, I'm assuming I'm assuming there's some sort of I way would, that they. I have a higher it. standard that Japan has came up with a technology that can, <laughs> no, melt snow but not melt metal. There's got to be something. I'm pretty. There's got to be something. I'm pretty sure they just have a train that most of them use. Okay, but I know that there's also really fucking dope cars there. There are, and they don't want them to melt. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is that I love Nissan very, very much, but when it comes to being a vehicle. That doesn't rust. Nissan ain't it. Okay, they rust very, very easily. Does I the would Gloria argue have rust? The Gloria. Uh oh. Has had had a little bit. And now you want to drive it in the winter? Are you mental? Well, it's see, not my. It's, it's not. See, but it's you not guys my. You doing this? And listen, it's like, oh, that's it's not great. my problem. I can't do it. Why? Because you're gonna get rid of it right after this winter. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Listen, it's Wisconsin, okay? It's a boy eat boy world, dog eat dog world, whatever the anagram is. Boy. It's that, okay? Boy you just gotta boy. live. You gotta make it. That a little bit Last more? year, we were Mario, the guy behind the camera, and I were bombing around in some really dope cars. And there's nothing quite Dragging. as uh as maybe a changed focus of 2023 than balling around in a 30-year-old Nissan instead, that's probably gonna rust by the time it gets to March. But oh, I'll say it's a drift car. There will be some drift tax. You don't want on it. your drift car to be rusty. We'll get a different one. Okay, but see, that's that's where we. we I just I hold on to cars for like five, ten years. You don't need I to don't. do that. I, you I don't, don't need to do that. It's this not a relationship. Might, that's a problem. Is like the the Supra was like an achievement for me, and now I have a lot of trouble with the idea of getting rid of it. Like sometimes I'll say I want other cars, but now I have too much sentimental value that I didn't have with other cars. The focus I kind of did because I did so much of my first things with it. And that's why I think I did hang on to that one for so long. But the Subaru is like, fuck. That was me with the Datsun because the Datsun was just You like, went through hell and back. Yeah, I went through hell and back. That was my first build, learning how to like tear down and rebuild an engine, learning how to go through and like custom make certain things and having friends help me with it all. And then in 2017, in like September, October, I sold it. And I was like, that was great. And then a year later, I'm like, I kind of missed that. And then a year later, I was like, God, I really fucked that up. I should have just kept that car. But I think it's more about the memories with the car for me oh, yeah, rather 100%. than the car itself. Because the car was kind of a giant well, pile right. of shit. Like, yeah, that, that, that's, the ran. that's the thing. It's the memories with the yeah. car. Yeah. That, that's what The great news is the memories exist in photos. You still sell the car so you don't have to. But you know, what if you make more memories? Just so you know, I bought that 280Z for $7,500 and it had can't do that no more. 72,000 miles on it. Wow. Jesus. Think about that real quick. You know what I'm saying? That's like yeah. a $50,000 car now for no reason. 50000 They don't need to be fifty, but they are. Holy shit. They're a mass imported vehicle and they're going for 50, 60 Gs right now. Well, they rust out really fast. Yeah. You want to know why? Because they're a Nissan. Nissan. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Nissan's rust fast. I'm just <laughs> blown away that you want to drive the Glory in winter now. Well, you're driving the Supra. Send the for it's a I can't Toyota send the, BMW. I, okay. There's no Nissan part of it. There's so, no so Nissan. So first part of it. off, I can't the the 430 is not going to make it out there. Why? Cuz it, it's not going to make it out there. It's nails Why? are polished. It won't overheat. <laughs> I just feel it's the like, best time to drive it. Yeah, I just yeah, don't think it loves the wet. It is the season. <laughs> I feel like if anything, the S two thousand would have been more fun. That would be. Could scary. you imagine that with like the terrible. turbo and the blah blah no. and four hundred ninety no. wheel horsepower? I think convertible. That, that maybe we should do the S two. Why are you avoiding the Ferrari so much and driving in winter? Because I really think it should be the Ferrari. So I'm following the same principle I did with the Datsun with then with this Ferrari, which okay. is. It's baby steps in terms of how much I trust the car. I have to okay, do certain okay. things and then, you know, kind of feel comfortable because right. in February, the car is going to Las Vegas where we're racing it around the Las, Las Vegas Speedway for an Amazon show. And That's I really, insane. if it's going to break or blow up, I would like it to be there. on that television show. I feel like that'd That's be fair. good. I don't want it to be- just want to T-pain the car on the show? I, <laughs> I don't want it yeah. to be when I'm trying to go through a drive through and I accidentally curb a wheel and it ends up kinking the entire rear end of the car for some reason because it's a junkyard Ferrari. You can't get through drive throughs Well, I can. I'm just saying what happens oh. if it's slippery? Listen. How fast are you going through the drive specific. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> something happened recently. It's just, it's just the first thing I thought of. You don't want to drive thing. the Ferrari in winter because drive drive throughs drive throughs are scary. That's all I'm going to say about it. I didn't even see you go out to eat barely ever. When you're going through the drive-thru, this guy's foolish. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it makes sense. I don't know why I'm getting all the heat right now when Sorry, Jels has specifically and clearly stated that he doesn't even have a car that he wants to drive in the wintertime. So I'm, trying, I'm trying to offer. That does not count. Okay? Why? That's my daily. No, yeah, I bought that's it why, specifically. That is, why he got no, it. It's all why, drive. That's why it doesn't count. You had a vehicle that you weren't intending to drive. I did have a winter time, car. I did have a dedicated car. And you chose that. And I'm the summer I chose to not <laughs> leave my car. home for the winter time, and I'm choosing to get winter tires for a car to drive. Gels made has the right a boring decision. ass BMW when he could go through the emotional pain of winter driving a Mazda RX-8. After he just explained how it had a little bit of rust, so he cut <laughs> apart the entire car just to save it, and then it's like, well. Why not just get a little bit more rust on it? See, I've, I, I don't think you guys understand the amount of headaches and broken knuckles and just heartbreak I went through with that damn eclipse because of the oh rust God. took it. That's I, terrible. I'm like scarred from that. I can't do it. I'm trying I just to think if I it. had like a super rusty car that I like worked on. And I, I, rem- I have something similar. I think I, 1992 yeah. Mitsubishi 3000 GT BR4 that I owned for a few months, and I remember going underneath that car and it mm-hmm. had rust and i oh. remember having i was trying to get this bolt out and it's like it just stopped and i looked at it and it was like sheared into like yep. this weird malformed shape i've never seen anything it was my first experience dealing with like a rusted like piece on a car and, and then i looked at everything. i think herb was with me at the time i can't remember who but i was like what the hell just happened and he's like it's pretty much a DSM, so I don't know what you <laughs> yeah, expect. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it literally every part that I would touch on that car. Like I remember I had to place like the radiator one time. Every bolt I would touch either snapped or just literally disintegrated, and it's just a nightmare. I went to replace the fuel filter one time. It's pretty easy to get to, so I was like, "All right, I'm not gonna jack the car, but I'm just gonna like replace it under there. I could like see it." Yeah, everything just disintegrated in man- and snap, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Well, now I gotta you know. So I like went to like jack the car. Pinch well completely just folded because of the rust. I'm like, yeah. 
I'm done. I'm done with this car. See, that's why you see DSM owners so pissed off all the time. Yeah. yeah. Because they, why would you be happy if you owned one of those cars? No. Why would you be happy owning a car that's okay. constantly all trying to not start? All right. All right. Listen. He's not there's a, wrong. There's a couple dozen of you left, and I give my my heart to those men and women that have chosen to have a vehicle that is objectively worse in every single way to modify because it just doesn't want okay, to stay well, alive. The, the reason that, that they do this is because it's the same concept of putting legendary mode on Halo or you know doing nuzlocks on I, video I games where you want to play on a difficult way so that way when you win, it's so satisfying. Yeah, I would agree. I just think they're dope cars. I Which part? Yeah, where? <laughs> they look really sick. Which one? But besides the second gen second gens, they look good the second I think they okay look yeah, good. yeah yeah okay yes they look good but are they worth the pain no 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 yes why why because they're freaking awesome like the gsx is all-wheel drive like 4g 6.3 turbo you can make some decent power they look fucking get a sick. fucking evo yeah literally get they're else. literally like twice <laughs> the cost uh that's well, because they're all destroyed yeah maybe because they're twice as yeah, better up, up. <laughs> Upfront cost is like this, but once you actually put in the blood, sweat, and tears, and the amount of time it takes to actually get the car running, the what Evo's is, actually what cheaper. Is, what is your one issue with the DSM? What what is what is the one issue? I want to hear it. They're always broken. In what way? What breaks? Crankwalk. Okay, that was like the six bolt engines. Okay, that the was rust. like the from strut like, tower. That was from like ninety five to ninety six. Strut tower rust. Okay, that's in like the northern part of the country. Yeah, <laughs> be like. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> got me there. <laughs> I, listen, listen. I don't want to get a bunch of hate because I do. I love those cars. I have one fucking hanging up in my room. All right, I got no, it from no. Applebee's. It's a big deal. I'm jealous of that poster. <laughs> Applebee's. I, I, yes, it's I bought it for five dollars. It's in this crazy frame. Applebee's is closing. Somehow I snagged it for five bucks. Anyways, I I enjoy the cars. I just never would own one because I wouldn't put myself through that. That's what I'm saying. When you could just get like an Evo. That's, that's all I'm saying is that they like I get it and I love it. And the people like when WCC was first start, like getting started back in 2012, 2011, 2013 area. I remember when the DSM like group, the posse mm -hmm. came into WCC because the level of knowledge like the average group had was like here. And then once the DSM community came in, it was like here. You couldn't, have to you couldn't argue car. with them. You could never argue with and them. And people build them and say, my cousin had one. The one I bought yeah. my Evo 10 from had uh, 2G and the shit's pushing over yeah. 500 horse and he was taking it to the drag strip. Thing was gnarly. That's, but. that's what I'm saying is it's like the DSM community for me is like the grandpa, in my opinion, to like what the rotary community has kind of turned into, which is like it's a more difficult platform to get into. There's a lot of respect around it. You have to respect not really have to. You choose to respect the people that own them and know how to build them because they have to know so much about it. That's true. The DSM community for me was like, that was the OG. If you're picking a fight like in Wisconsin area, <laughs> like if you're picking a fight with like Samantha Morrison or any of those people that were really invested or in the gels, you had to know your shit. And a lot of times you were still wrong. I I have to clarify. I had a 428. I didn't have the 4G6. We oh know. God, no we know. boosted cars. Only NA. Nat we yeah, know. We're aware. Aspirated. We're aware. So, we're and, aware. And I want to clarify, too. I probably fucked up the 6-bolt versus 7-bolt thing. I don't know what the years are, so I might get flamed for that. But oh. I just know that there was a difference. See, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, what I makes it so hard. You have to like know every crossword puzzle answer with the 4G63 okay. DSM <laughs> so what, what, it's what, like, what the dagger, fuck, man? There was a dagger for me with those yes. cars where it was like, okay, this is why they're not that cool. Because... Um, RJ, one of the guys locally here, has a, like the cleanest one it, yes. I've ever seen. Yes, it's gorgeous. It's done perfectly. Token gorgeous GSS. car. And David Patterson came to drive it and review it. Mm -hmm. That dude in blue. He drove it. He's like, yo, I love this car. But he's like, after driving, it's like, man. 
slow and like <laughs> it's like kind of stock. Yeah, right. I know, but like that's what I'm saying. Where is the unless you put an absurd amount of money into the thing, I don't know if it's really worth owning. I, I you could say that about anything. Though. I don't no. know. No, 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 no. Wrong. Wrong. How? I just think there's a lot of different ways that you can get a lot more power. The car is 30 years old. That's why it should die. Yeah, Move it, on, Joe. Yeah. No. Are you going to get a 2G? Do you have at a, do some you, point? Do you yeah. Have a, okay. Do you have a color TV? You sold your 2G. Yeah, I have a color TV. Do you watch Do you watch black and white TV? No. Yeah, watch color because it's better. You're comparing Let a DSM to a black Let and white TV. Let it die. TV? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. There's a reason that partnership ended and liquidated. Okay, let I it would, die. I'd rather have a Dodge Neon SRT4 than a 2G Eclipse. That's fair. That's I'd rather have I'd rather have a Skittle. Yeah. Than an SI. But what's the difference between getting a good <laughs> amount of stuff out of an SRT4 versus a 2G Eclipse? I think you could get more out of it for less. Really. Yeah, a, a SRT so. would smoke a 2G. Well, hold on, hold on really quick. With bolt-ons. I would say if you were to put both cars side-by-side side for the same amount of age, that SRT4 would be a giant pile of shit just as much as the DSM. Yeah. Because yeah, Dodge right. didn't really and know today, what they were yeah. doing. And then, like the thing shook on the inside, like plastic pieces. Yeah, it, they're they're cheap cars, so 100%. Super but... fun when you walked, like the original Burble was the SRT4. The yeah. OG oh, Burble before 335 yep. owners got their hands on whatever the hell's going on. Those <laughs> things are wild. Yeah. You did not line up against an SRT4. Mm-mm. Unless you had an MR2, which was wild. Like, I always look back at like the most, like, prestigious cars when I was in like the local community in Eau Claire and it was always like SRT4 sure there was some old muscle stuff but they were all all owned by old grumpy men yep yep and then MR2s there was two ish Mark IV Supras and I rem- yeah. and then I remember that was when like the Terminator the Cobras and yeah. the Terminators those were the ran the streets those ran some serious numbers and like yeah. I remember listening to the MR2 and and the Terminator go at it. And like the MR2, it was yellow. There's two of them. They were brothers. A yellow and a red one. They're like 600 horsepower, 500 horsepower. You have a death wish driving a 600 yeah. horsepower. <laughs> SW20 too. And then God. the Termi. And those things screamed by my apartment because that's where in, in Eau Claire, there's like this, this road that just kind of sweeped around on the highway. And that's where they always ran every Friday night. Man, it was just intoxicating. I could just sit out there and drink reds. It was a disgusting drink, but that's what I drank when I was there. <laughs> Listen to him go by. Reds. I don't want to tell you. If you're gonna drink a cider, why reds? Anyway, I was young. I, I feel like, like that should... was like one of the first ones. Yeah. Like then you really then you move it. on. No, Angry Orchard. No, no reds I feel like was reds first. Came out first. It was reds and then Angry Orchard. Was yeah. it? Yeah. Yes. I guess by the time I was drinking ciders, I <laughs> Careful. They, they were both out. When did you start drinking ciders? Because I drank them when I was twenty. Well, I was drinking UV blue for 10 years before I drank anything else. <laughs> yeah, that was gross. That was the official high school drink of North High. That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. That's what I'm terrible. saying. All right, well, I think we had some good conversation, but when we get That was back, a really good segue. We should talk about... The elephant your, in the room. Yeah, should your hobby be your job? Mm. So let's take a quick break and come back and start diving into that. All right, so let's get into the real nuts, bolts, and potatoes and salad about this. That's nuts? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> All right. Getting into the nuts of this. All right. All right. Let's real talk about this. Should your hobby be your job? I think we all can uh, dabble in that quite a bit and talk about it for a while. So, because it is a thing. Like, it's a, it's, it's, I see this a lot, especially when people ask. I think one of the most common questions I get is from people on Instagram. They'll be like, hey, I, I really want to get into cars. Like, I want to do car stuff for my career. 
I'm thinking about going to like UTI or mm-hmm. I'm thinking about becoming a mechanic. Like, what do you think? Wait, one second before, before you finish that thought, that's your most asked question. My most asked question is what wheels fit on my Scion TC? I used to get asked what <laughs> wheels should I get for my Mazda RX-8? Yeah. That okay. was the number one okay. question. Have you been directing them to me now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just like straight out. out. <laughs> I need that out of my Instagram. Right. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Finish you know, your thought. Nine and a half plus twenty-two. Eighteen by ten and a half plus twenty-two. Yeah. Is. Okay. So it it's, it does bring up that question, right? Where it's like people they love working on cars or they love the 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 thing of cars, like driving them and experiencing them. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't inherently mean that you're going to be a mechanic. It doesn't inherently mean that you're going to like being a mechanic. So it's like right. you're. I don't even know if that's a good thing to do for most people. For, for, for letting your hobby be your passion because mm-hmm. sometimes those things aren't even like aligned correctly. The hobby is the activity, right? Yeah. And the 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 doing a job that was that's kind of familiar around it, I don't think is gonna breed the same emotion. I don't right. think it's gonna feel the same. Yeah, I think how I look at it is like the highs are probably the highest they can be. When your job is aligning with your hobby and it's fantastic. I don't know if it can get better than that, truly. But the lows are the fucking lowest, too, because not only is your job hurting, but your personal life is hurting, yeah. especially, too, like, if, if for example, cars is your hobby and your job is cars and you're struggling, you're just struggling all around them. You don't have a release. You don't have an outlet. Right. Mm-hmm. So if your hobby was cars and you got off of work and you went and did that thing afterwards to be your release... Well, now that thing isn't your release anymore. And now it's just like, I don't want to fucking be anywhere around that. But now I don't have anything else to be around because that was my hobby. So I think people need to understand that um, it can be great. It can be amazing. But there is really, really hard times with it. And I think that's why, like, not everyone makes it making their hobby their job. And I don't know necessarily that everyone should make their hobby their job because your hobby, I think, sometimes should be your hobby, but I'm not. I'm. I'm also saying, you know, don't take that to heart fully. Like, if there's something that is your hobby and can be your job, I think it is worth doing. But it comes down to passion, right? Yeah. Like, right. there's a difference between trying to make something your job so that you can get paid and just having passion towards something that you want to do a lot. I would say one of the best things about making your 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 passion your job is that you get to be you in almost its fullest sense. You get to be the most pure version of you, no matter what. Sometimes. See? That's where it goes into this weird space (laughs) where I talk about this in a video that I did at the beginning of January, um, which I'm super, I was super passionate about. And it was like hard for me to kind of open up and be a little bit more vulnerable about because it was like for me to kind of get back to the basics of doing the content myself and to restart the channel, it's like, holy shit do I want to do this? Right. Do I want to do this all over again and restart mm-hmm. and reset and, and start literally back at the basics? And it took me a while and the answer was absolutely. Because what I loved for the longest period of time, for me at least, was that I got to be the purest version of me. And I got right. to be surrounded by people that were also the purest and rawest version of themselves. You never got a facade. You never got a fake version of them. And that's why I loved what I did for for so long. It's just you have to be you though if you want that to work. See, yeah, exactly, and that's the that's the line. Because um, the moment you can't be yourself, it's no longer your hobby, and it's you're no longer having fun doing your job, and it is just a job, and it's borderline 
worse than just like a normal job because it's like you're you're almost like destroying and fighting what you love. Mm-hmm. That was deep. That was way deeper than I wanted to go with that. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I didn't mean to say that. Well, I mean, but, but like, I mean, I, and not to just go back and forth because just you know, pipe in whenever you want. It's just there is an emotional connection absolutely. to it, and you have to be really comfortable with bringing some of that home if you do really make it your passion because you will struggle. Mm-hmm. You'll there bring will, it home all the time. There, there will be bad days and it does influ- it like it impacts your relationship with friends, family, if you have a significant other. When you're signing up for that association between your passion and what you do to make money and you go at it as hard as you can from a passion perspective and also from like an income perspective, things can get really shitty really fast. They can get really dirty really fast and it's really hard to spread the spread the two. I think yeah. it, it, it becomes really hard to find that balance of like what is work at that point and what is actually you having fun with mm-hmm. it and like kind of separating that because it's like it's like okay I could you know do stuff with cars all day for what I'm doing as part of my job you know as you know but then I like I want to go home and I want to like work on my car you know it, it's a mental game you have to play of like oh I could like record that and make like a TikTok or Instagram or I could make a YouTube video yeah. out of this and it's like well, then you're just fucking working and you're working an extra yeah. five hours that you should be like on your own relaxing. And it's like if you don't know how to separate that, it can really kill you. And it's like I think we're all guilty of it. Yeah. And like, it's, it's really hard to do. Contrary to popular belief, like I think some people listening to this are probably like, well, y- you call it work, but it's like fun. I enjoy it. <laughs> but like in the same sense. When you're doing it all week and you're doing it every week and you're doing it for years, you do get like a sense of burnout and you need time. I don't think there's anything in the world that I could do every single day 24-7 because you just get tired of it. It doesn't matter if it's like my favorite hobby or what. You need time away from it. Otherwise, you just get burnt out from it. But what happens when it takes over everything? Right. right? Like that's, that's the thing with social media. That's the thing with being content creators. We're like not trying to dig on ourselves, but it's like being kind of the wish app of famous where it's like you, you're not, you're not out there all the time. People aren't running up to you, right? It's right. mostly just people at bars, mostly men staring at you awkwardly. Like, I think I know you. Yeah, it's I've like, yeah, somewhere. I've seen you somewhere. It's like, bro, just say if it's, if it's a problem or not, but you know, it, it's everywhere. And if you don't create that boundary, at least for me, it w- it's ev- it's always on. It's always on. It's the social media. It's the YouTube. It's that. It's exactly what you said. It's that project. It becomes your life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's not it's not about it being a bad thing. I don't right. want it to be said as exactly. a bad thing. All I'm trying to say is that if you do it consistently, it will become who you are, 100%. Whether you want to admit it or not. And if you don't make and if it if it does go bad, you eventually have to get to a point where you have to make a choice. Yep. What kind of person? that you want to be, what kind of content creator, what kind of human you want to be, and do you want that to be the person you turn into, especially being younger, or do you have to make a really hard cut to go somewhere else and, and try it over again? Absolutely. And there's a fine line, too, like when you're – if content creation is part of your job, maybe, I don't know, mechanic, that's different. But, like, with content creation, like Alex said, it, it's always on, yep. no matter what. And – it just like you were saying too, Jules. When you get home, it's like you want to do stuff to your car, but you're so done with it yeah. for the day. It's like I just want. It's because like if, if I know I do that and I don't film it, it's like oh I got this really cool part to install, but it's like I gotta film it, and it's yeah. like yeah. I don't want to. I I just got done doing that, and it's mm-hmm. like I, that's the last thing I want to do right now. I just want to take my mind off of something, and you know I think that's what a lot of people don't 
I don't want to say don't understand, but like they don't see because it's like, I think, you know, we, we hide it a bit where it's like, yeah, we want to show like the cool stuff. We want to show the wins. We want to show all that stuff. Obviously we don't want to very much show like, oh, this is how real it is and how much it, you know, the bad things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like when it's, when it's just your hobby and you do it a couple times a week, if something like bad comes on, it's like, ah, yeah. I don't got to worry about that. I'll worry about it next week or something like that. But when it's your job, so you gotta that is that literally what you are paid to resolve. And it's yeah. like, you're going to have a lot of good. And like you said, you're going to have a lot of lows. And it's like, when it is the lows, you got to figure that shit out now. Yeah. And it's like, you are, you are required to figure that. It's like, you can't just step back and, and let it go for, you know, a couple of weeks and then come back to it. It's like, no, it's, I, I think that goes into the same thing about just, you know, you see a lot of people, especially nowadays, I would argue, and this is like the nerdy part coming out, but you know, there's there's multiple studies coming out that say the the way people live and the way people are growing into being like adults now is way different in terms of how they value their time. Sure. They really have separated work life balance. They've really separated how much they're willing to commit to something versus what is work life <laughs> yeah, balance. Yeah, that doesn't exist. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know, there's these things and, and you're seeing this audience kind of say, No, my job is my job. And I'm going to live life in the now. I am going to appreciate the now. And there's a growing percentage of people that think that way. They buy that way. They shop that way, which is different, way different. Yeah. But when you're in this weird stream, when you're in the matrix of creating content, which is consistently consumed time over time over time over time, it's this like never ending, never satisfied machine, you are forced not forced, you are making a choice to push into that and then make the piece of content and go right on to the next and go right on to the next. Because if you stop or you slow down or you do anything like that, the platforms that you're on get mad at you. Right. You know, so yeah, they say see, they don't, but yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, do. they do 100 percent do. You see this huge group that's like, I'm going to live in the now and appreciate now. And then like these group of content creators. And I'm so happy to see Randy from Eliminate, like posting a little bit more of like just these authentic experiences and, mm-hmm. and taking a step back and being like realizing where he's at. Because most of the time I know I've done and I'm guilty of it is like, I got this thing. OK, now it's time to keep going forward. Like there's yeah. no appreciation for it because you don't have the time to appreciate it. Well, and then that's a, that's a very Once good Once one point. goal is met, it's the next goal. Yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah, like you said, you don't have the time to be like, man, I've wanted this for fucking 10 years and I've worked my ass off to get here. Cool. I got it. Next thing. It's like, yeah, bro, what I would have done for that 10 years ago. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yep, that's just another piece of the puzzle. Like it sucks to think it that is way. crazy. And there, there's one saying that I've always heard is like, find a job you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And that is the most biggest bullshit statement <laughs> that I've ever yes. heard and been told mm-hmm. in my entire life. And I truly mean that because when I found a job that I loved, I've never worked harder mm-hmm. than I did in my entire life until that time. But you're willing to do it. You're willing to do it. Right. But it is exhausting. It's 15 hour days, 14 hour days. It's working when you don't even want to work, but because right. it's you losing it. sleep at night because you're trying yes. to think of things or solve and things. I, and... I think a lot of people on the front end see all because that's what you post. You only post the good stuff. You don't post the bad stuff. And there is a lot of heavy times that come with it and nights with no sleep and, you know, times where you are just absolutely grinding like crazy. And it, it, it's, I feel like we're, we're getting yeah, a lot so, of negative. So, so, yeah, so wait, wait, wait. But, let me, but there let me, is let me, a ton yeah, of positive. Let me, let me switch this around, though, because I think this is important because I've dedicated my life to, like, 
the trying to do the car community stuff, trying to stay involved in this this community because I, I I've always loved it and dedicating what I did for like I'm very proud of everything that we were able to achieve. As you mm-hmm. should. I'm I'm I could not be more excited about what happened. There are some fantastic wins and there are opportunities that you get that you will never get if you don't choose to take that risk. So you really do have to ask yourself, all of the things that we're talking about are, are the, the costs of doing it, but there are so many different wins and positives that we got to experience or that we continue to get to experience because we chose to do that. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's racing, there's events, there's memories, there's trips, there's, you know, income, there's all sorts of stuff that you get to, to have as a byproduct of also doing the thing that you're passionate about. It's just, how do you create something, whether it's internally or within a group of, of friends or people within the company that can check, check and balance yeah. just how wild this forest will actually grow? Because if you don't leave it unchecked, the only thing um, that kills you is, in, in my opinion, unfocused passion. Yeah. Unfocused passion kills direction in my opinion when you start getting into your your passion being your job if it's not focused it just it takes over like a cancer nothing is ever good enough nothing is ever great enough nothing ever moves fast enough everything is a failure mm-hmm. and because it's so invested in your day-to-day life your life sucks yeah yep. and everything it's like wait the, whoa 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 back the no, fuck up wait wait, yeah. wait 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 yeah. we had a bad day what, we're still having a blast. We're still doing incredible things. We're still changing the world. Why is the why are we saying it sucks? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and that's what happens when, in my opinion, when you have unfocused passion. So it's like if you're gonna do it, do it, but set some goddamn guardrails about what you deem successful or not successful. So then at least you're not kicking yourself over the head saying that you can't sleep or you're checking emails at three o'clock in the morning because while it's fun to do every once in a while while you have to it shouldn't be something that you have to do all the time it's a a switch you know yeah and the thing is because i think i I said a lot of negative points but if someone came up and asked me like would you make your passion your or your your hobby your job again fuck yeah i I wouldn't even think (laughs) twice about it 100 percent. so let that be said and i mean i kind of am you know i'm restarting and doing everything again so it's like like, it it is worth it you just have to go into it with the right mindset and i think there's a lot of things i wasn't prepared for but i I was able to work through yeah because i could have very easily gone and got just a regular yep 40 hour a week job and go to it i don't have to worry about it i after Four o'clock on Friday, I'm out. Yep. You know, and, and I you can go do whatever you want to do. Do whatever I want to do, and that's totally fine if that's what you want to do. But that's not what I wanted to do. I, yeah. you know, I chose to stay in this, you know, mentality in this like era of where we're going, and yeah, that was a decision that I think all of us made. See, yeah. that's why I'm happy that you're here. Which they don't work for me. Put, get point the camera in my direction. <laughs> all right, for the six people that are watching this, hoping I say something. All right, that's about that. They don't work for me. So fuck off, all right? Go back to your fucking casserole and go to bed. It's 8 o'clock. Um you say casserole? I don't know. It just seems like kind something people would eat. Who I don't have casserole. Eats casserole and listens Let to Let me a ask you a question. Right, yep. <laughs> Hit me with it. Knowing what you know now. Yeah. If you could go back to 2018, right? 2018 you? Or was okay. it 2019? 2018 it you 20, when you first? What, what are you trying to find? It was when you started. Getting into my career. Getting in, Yes. <laughs> Yeah, 2019. Well, what would be one thing that you would tell yourself that you think would help you, that would help you for today? 
Oof. That's not negative. That's not negative. That would help me. No, never, never, never. No, That's never. We're past that. Towards my like, career. I'd say you're going to love it and you're going to fucking hate it. <laughs> but just go through with it because it's worth it. I like it. Gels? Hmm. Oh, God. It's a big question. That is a huge question. So basically, 2018 me, if I could go back and just give a little insight. Yeah. Just give them, just give them something. Just give them a little salt that just makes the whole thing maybe taste a little better. It's a little better. Know that no matter what, it's gonna work out. I like that. I like that. That's good. Yeah. See, that's that's. I like that. It's a nice nice closure. Well, because there's always another. I want to hear your answer. What? Same thing. Oh. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Me. Well, I mean, see, but like we were doing stuff well before then. Yeah, well, I've been doing stuff since twenty eleven. Okay, so twenty eleven. You. <laughs> God damn. I was. You tell that I was. Small I, was I was. I was an ornery, arrogant. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was a different time. Yeah, I was a. I was a whole different human being. There's old Alex and there's middle Alex and there's hey, new okay. Alex. We all have that. Um, I think what I would tell myself is to remember to save some of that emotional energy for the people that matter the most, because. I put as much energy as I could into everything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the most important people that were waiting for me weren't people that got any of it. And I think that hurt for a very long period of time that I haven't been able to recover mm-hmm. yet. Um, but I'm hopeful that going into this next chapter, I can reset that because you know we've never been here before. Right. And my goal is to learn. So now that I've learned, now if I make the same mistake again, I'm just an idiot. Yeah, right, so. right. Yeah, I, that work-life balance, that shit's crazy, especially when you're doing stuff like we're doing. Well, yeah, I mean, you're you're on, you're on streaming until 9 o'clock last night, right? And then you're yeah. editing until 1 a.m. Yep. I was filming, I filmed two weeks of shorts, some pillar videos last night to like 11.30. I had a Roma pizza, which was dog water, <laughs> at like midnight, then woke up Jackson at 6 to do it all over again. I mean, you've been up late at night working on the RX-8, doing all that sort of stuff. I mean, yeah. the, the work-life balance is still not... Not a normal work-life balance, but yeah. I would hope that at least it's a balance that you feel like you have more ownership around. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm way more aware of it now, and it's yeah. like I I know when it's like, hey, just you got time, mm-hmm. you're on your own schedule. It's okay if the video doesn't go up tonight or tomorrow morning, dude. That's okay. that shit. That shit fucks me up, and that's what I'm struggling with a lot. Is like mm-hmm. I was in this mentality of uploading seven times a week and then doing yeah. 14 reels a week and all this mm-hmm. shit, and now going to my content, like I, I almost feel like I'm failing when I do one I'm YouTube ready for video. To, like break down my door and like yell at me and like I can if you write want a me standard to. or something. You want me to? Do you want me to? <laughs> no, 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 no. But like <laughs> the the fucking awesome part, the part I love is I've seen it be successful. So yeah. it's like this whole time, what I knew in my head that was right, was right. It's just like I couldn't communicate it the way I needed to, or it was hard to show the value in the how fast we were moving, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And I, I'm not I'm not uh, talking ill towards anyone or anything like that. The decisions we made were made as a team. Yes. Oh, and yeah. I was never not on board until like the end. So... 
it's just, it's hard to get out of that mentality after doing it for three, four years of like how much content, like, and remembering, you know, we had such a huge team helping with that, but like, I'm still just stuck in this. It's project. It's it's literally like the definition of project creep where it's like, you do it. Let's say you blot, you make it a non car analogy. You go to the gym. You you go two times a week. I, I don't do that. Yeah, what what do you mean by that? What's a gym? Okay, let me try again. Um, <laughs> you cook healthy for two times. All right, a week. start over. Um, All right, new one. Um, you drink two beers okay. a night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, no, yeah. we're not doing that. Okay. <laughs> You go because that is promoting alcoholism. All right, listen. having two beers a night. Well, if you listen to the analogy, okay. all right, come up with a better analogy. You come up with these all the time. You okay. can't think listen. of one that relates okay. to the angels. Okay, I got you. I got you. You're playing RuneScape. Okay, okay, been a while, yes. but I'm I'm here for okay. it. Okay, yes, so you're playing RuneScape. You play three times a week, and you level up your skills. You get a certain amount of XP every single time that you play because right. you're trying to get to a level, yeah. right? Yeah. Then you go from three days a week to four days a week. So hell you can yeah. get more XP. You're like, oh, oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. Then you go to five. Yeah. Then Eight. you go to six. Let's go. Then you go to seven. All right, yeah. My mom's yelling at me. Yeah, yeah. right? Yep. yep. Tacos are <laughs> right. And you do that for, for four to six months. And all of a sudden, you go from seven times. And now, by the way, you're streaming this. People are waiting for you to log on to yeah. stream the content. They're yep. waiting to support you, to give you all this energy because they're stoked that you're there. Now you feel like you're obligated yeah. to do it. Yeah. Now when you pull back... You're doing a disservice. Then you pull back from seven to six to five to four. Now, all of a sudden, just as hard as it was to get up to seven, it's just as hard to stop before you're not doing it at all. And I think the fear that people have of of having a schedule that sometimes goes up and sometimes comes down is not the fact that it moves. It's the fact that as you take less work, as you go down in what you you feel like are your expectations, there's this ever-growing fear that eventually your expectation will become zero. Right. And you yep. just don't do it. And that's what I see a 100%. lot of people that do content or want to try a photography company. Cause Bojenga asked me one time, like, how do you find yourself in a highly saturated market? And it's like, I don't really think it's about being better than anyone. I don't think it's about trying to find this weird niche that nobody else does. 90% of the beginning of you being successful in anything is being structured and disciplined to do it consistently. Doing the damn thing. Yeah. You just gotta be careful that it doesn't expand to yeah. every orifice there, there's got to be limits you exactly. got to limit yourself and you got to be you got to set realistic goals yes too that's like huge um it, it's great to shoot for the moon 100 yeah. percent. but if you are beating yourself up and just destroying yourself over not hitting that moon target <clears throat> it's going to destroy everything but if you can hit because like <clears throat> with everything that that happened i had goals set because i was like all right i got to make this shit happen for myself and i set goals and unbelievably i the community helped me surpass them like immediately. And my instant mindset was those goals were wrong. Those goals were wrong. I need to do way more than that. That those were so far off. Yeah. Why was I thinking that? Okay. So now I'm going to shoot for this. And then I took a step back and I was like, no, no fucking celebrate that win for two seconds. It's okay. It's okay to go above the goal and beat it. Yeah. And that, that shit's hard. That's, that's for me what the streaming has been because I think getting out there every Wednesday and just doing something that is, interactive that really has no intention other than just like hanging out for me has been a blast because you guys know me probably better than most people is that it's like when I want to do something I I like have to do it a hundred and then I have to do it a hundred forever there's (laughs) no like there's no break like I'm a I'm a I am one of the reasons Dakota is saying what Dakota is saying for sure but the point is is that 
when you start to reflect and you give yourself time to reflect, I think it helps open up the human part of this thing, which yeah. content creation at its core, being a YouTuber, or doing stuff for cars or being a mechanic that you show to other people, anytime that you're trying to build a community, you know, at its core, it's about showing that you're just a person too. And, yeah. you, and you're delivering something in a way that's either entertaining, fun, educational, whatever it may be. But as soon as you lose the humanity, everything is worthless. Mm -hmm. 100%. People make it, 100%. Absolutely. I think those were some really good points. And I think it comes down to, should your hobby be your job? I think it's a situation and type of person basis. And it's something you really have to think about before you go and do it. I would suggest just sleeping on it a little bit, maybe dabbling in it if you have and then a, committing. If you have a significant other or you have like a family member that you're close to, like in, in all honesty, if, you know, mother, father, grandpa, uncle, whatever, like talk to them and get their opinion. Because yeah, one thing I will say that's, that's super helpful is being willing to, to, to say, you know, are you willing to, to come on this journey with me, which is going to involve late nights, long hours, not a lot of sleep, stress, no money because we're spending it all in the business. And like get that group of people together because if they're like, yeah, I'm willing to do that, then those sleep this nights when the balance doesn't make much sense, you at least have a group of people around you. Absolutely. Yep. And that's huge. Cool. Absolutely. Well, let's take a little bit of a break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about some of the questions that users have. <laughs> I don't I wonder if the mics are picking up that slap. But uh, we got some good ones from you guys, so so it's just as well. Welcome back really to care. the podcast, the Martini Works podcast. <laughs> if you guys haven't heard yet, um, we're talking about the questions that the audience yes, brought we, in we for got us. some. Alex, did you have some, or were you messing with me? No, I did have a couple. I just didn't know if you had one right off the cuff. That I can, you to I can start go with. first. I'm. I usually get first, so all right. No, you we don't. There's Stitch. not a single time that you've beat me in a competition. You want to arm wrestle? Stitch O three P five asks if you could change one thing from the current car scene, what would it be and why? Ooh, that's a heavy one. I was a bit aggressive to start. I'm with, not going first. I have to think about it. I, really? I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying you to, ask the question. Yeah, so I don't have to go. So you have to go. So the the think. one thing I would change about the the car scene right the now? The current car scene. Hmm. Think hard. Think hard. Think hard. I don't have one yet either. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of one thing that I really did. The selective. I got it. Okay. The selective hate towards street takeovers and public street tomfoolery. Are you saying Elaborate. like, yeah, yeah, like the difference between. Yeah. So like a, a shitty, you know, uh, let's say 350Z does a burnout in a, in a four way. Right? Sure. Post that on TikTok, get blasted into smithereens. A Porsche GT3 RS does the same exact thing. Goes viral, pops off everywhere. Everybody loves the guy. What's the difference? Mm, okay. They're both doing same illegal thing. thing. Yeah, right? Street takeovers, I think, are the dumbest thing in the world. Yeah. I don't think they're safe. They've been around for a very, very, very long time. This is Street takeovers are yeah. not a new thing, right? But, you know... Don't give them attention; they won't. They won't thrive. It's literally how it works. They've been getting don't, hella attention, but they've been getting hell of attention, you know, on on TikTok and stuff like that. And people drop in the comments like, "Oh, fuck street takeovers," blah 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 blah. And then you know, four or five guys will do their own little intersection of stupidity with quarter million dollar cars, and all of a sudden it's okay. 
because those are expensive cars and right. it looks cool. Yeah. I don't like that. That's the biggest thing that in the past, it was never really there, that level of social media, that real time mm -hmm. involvement to where, yeah, you did stupid shit all the time, but it wasn't, it wasn't so real time. It didn't feel like there was a selectiveness to it. You usually did something stupid. You did a burnout on a back road or something. You show it to your buddies and you're like, you know, yeah, you got it like and, saved on your phone, and you go to the yep. bar, and you're like, "Oh yeah." And then if you thing. do hurt, like if if you are, you know, doing a burnout or something, there's literally like an old country road you'd go back to. Like mm -hmm. back in Eau Claire, we did one. It was called Burnout Road. Take me home to the place I belong. Finish it. Mountain Mama. No, you missed no, West Virginia. <laughs> West yeah. Virginia. Everyone forgets. I've never been See, there. See, there's like back then, and then if you hurt yourself, right? If you crash, the only person you hurt is yourself. Oh, yeah, I'm a firm stupid. believer that if you are going to do something dumb, the very worst person you should hurt and only hurt is yourself. Is yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. As a person that does dumb shit for Literally 24-7. Yeah. yeah. I do dumb shit all the time, but I try to make it where it's only... Totally agree. Don't myself. see me sit on a pedestal saying to that I don't do dumb stuff. I do. Trust me. Okay. But what I'm trying to say is, like, if you're going to do something dumb, go do it by yourself. Only person you can hurt is you. Do dumb stuff smart. Do dumb stuff smart. Okay. But don't be selective about the things. That, I hate the selective hatred of things. You All know, right. black and white. Okay. Cut this dude off. Jels, do you have something? <laughs> yeah. Go okay. I got one. All right. It's been five minutes. Mine. I'm listening. Okay, I can't. so again, I, we just went through this whole thing. The oh, whole thing. Mine's very emotional. Um, it's a, a bit deeper than what I want to go, but oh my I just really need Dodge Challengers to stop leaving their bumper guards on, and I'm <laughs> fucking sick of it. And it needs to end. Yeah. It's not. Didn't, didn't I Evan? Hate it. Didn't Evan Shanks put? Yeah, some on his AMG. Guards on yep. his yep. AMG. Yeah, I identify as a Dodge. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. yes, and I love that because, dude, where were we? I was literally starting to count how many we seen. Was it California? I can't. It's weird to have challengers in California. Maybe it was Texas. I think it was Texas. Yeah, it was Texas nice. would totally make sense. Yeah, me and Steve were down in Texas. And uh, holy shit, the amount of people that leave those fucking bumper guards on. because they're trim. trim. They're not. Trim piece, baby. And like, I literally, I don't like give a shit what people do. That's fucking stupid. And I do give a shit what you do. I judge you. <laughs> if I see that and you're driving that, I think you're an idiot. I think you're fucking dumb and you don't have a good excuse to prove me that you're smart. You're an idiot if you do that. I like it. Gels, anything you want to find? You want to meet in the middle All somewhere right. between my selective hatred of those street takeovers and bumper guards? They say please remove embossed <laughs> in the plastic. Okay. It's on the underside though. I don't give a fuck. All right. All right. <laughs> Take this as you will. I will. Not the thing itself, but oh. the argument surrounding it oh. of real wheels and replica wheels. I, yeah. The argument itself, all right? Elaborate, because I might want to fight this a little bit. So the actual, like, shit talking and, like, degrading. And, oh, like, okay. You know, like. Nah, you know, I get what you're saying. Words thrown back of, like. Oh, I didn't have to spend twenty grand on my wheels to get you know the same amount of likes on my TikTok video, and it's like you're like you know my AV6s are just as good. It's like no, yeah. they're fucking not. Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Not. yeah. like yeah. if that's all you can afford and you want your car to look good, fine, that's fine. Go buy a set of cheap replica wheels and do what you need to do with them. But don't sit there and say that they're just as good or better than the wheel that they were modeled after. Yeah, right. And then right. On, on the same turn of the coin. You don't have to shit talk someone for having a cheap set of wheels. And, and then, also, you, you have to be careful because the people, they'll be like, oh, well, 
I didn't have to spend a lot of money on my rear wheels. I have the fucking basic ass real wheel VSKFs and these things were only $1,200 on Craigslist. It's like, all right, listen here, bitch. Okay, <laughs> the faces, Craigslist. the faces are real. Okay, but the barrels and lips have probably been absolutely destroyed and they're mm -hmm. probably the same Chinese shitty aluminum knockoff pieces that they're they got 12 the years factory. ago yep. that aren't even like in spec for the face yeah. anymore. Yeah. It's like the argument you're absolutely it's yeah, it's not it's not that one is better than the other because I, I truly believe that every wheel has its own place. All right. Take that yeah. while you make it. But it's the actual argument. fucking argument around it. That's and good. the stupid I agree. fucking I am hundred percent on board that these people on like yes. Instagram and TikTok take on it and try to like fire shots back at each other. It's like shut the Getting fuck up. Getting in this industry, one thing I learned is nobody on the fucking internet knows what a replica wheel is and no. what that actually means. They'll label fucking anything yep. a rep wheel and they have no idea what that actually yeah, means. Yeah, it's before they argue, they go out onto Google and they're like uh, 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 SSR professor rep, and then look, and they're like, that's actually a copy of this Japanese wheel brand from 1960, 1967, dumbass. It's like, they don't even know what they're arguing about, which is no. super hilarious because even work wheels has made rep wheels. Even SSR has made rep wheels. Every brand you could BBS. possibly imagine, BBS, they've all made rep wheels. Yeah. Yes. The work made a copy of a 1552 wheel back like seven years ago and then pulled it once they got called out for being a rep wheel. Literally, this is a true story. 1552 came out with three wheel designs. They're original, they're awesome looking wheels. Uh, work came in a year later, literally almost the same identical wheel as a multi-piece option. And people were like, wait a minute, this never happens. <laughs> what are we supposed yeah, to do? What, what do we, we say? What, what, what do we do? What, what do we do? And then they just pulled them off the shelf. They don't have them anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think what it I all comes down to is just, Understand what you have and stay in your fucking lane. Like, if you have a six hundred dollars set of wheels, you have a fucking six hundred dollars set of wheels. If you spent five grand on your set of wheels, that's like worth twice as much as your car. Fucking know that your wheels were that expensive. And then at least get good tires. Get good tires. Yeah, there's a whole thing around that. But all right, Alex, do you have any questions? I I fired one off. Not too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hold Hurry on, hold on. I'm quick. sorry. I'm right. sorry. Um, I didn't. Interlude. Jealous. Entertain. Uh, by the way, Josh Peeler would like a shout out. He gets a second <gasps> shout out. I love Josh. Josh is from Josh. Continental. He's one of the realest motherfuckers out there. I Dakota is sponsored. I. <laughs> Yeah. We just talked but about this. <laughs> I'm not sponsored by Josh. I just enjoy Josh as a person. Yeah. I love Josh. He too. happens to work he's for such Continental, a tall, but I love such Josh. such a tall boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. All right. He's good shit. Worst mistake you made starting to modify cars. What was the number one worst mistake you ever made modifying a car? I, when I had... Not like you, like you didn't know, but like what was the worst mistake? You look back and you're like, I shouldn't have done that. I, oh, when wow. I had my second gen Eclipse. Oh, here we go. I was like... I'm gonna plastic dip my wheels. So I went and I bought the stuff hey, for yo. it. Hey yo, here's the thing. <laughs> I I went and bought the stuff for it. There was lime green too. Hey <laughs> yo, I copied Joe's yeah. both. No, my, it wasn't the Florida. It was like actual like oh, lime. Okay, okay. Green. Gel car. Gel Gel's car. car. What? Okay. Um. So I was really excited about it. I like was working at Subway. You'd make like two hundred dollars a paycheck. So five dollar like, footlongs. Yeah. Best. Oh hell yeah. And so it's like. You know, I would save up, save up. I was like, all right. I bought like six cans of like the lime green plastic. I was like, this. I wanted to do this for a long time. It was like fucking middle of January, like in our family garage. It was probably like ten degrees outside. I'm like, ah, that don't matter. And I just went up there. I'm like, well, they say you can just peel the shit off. You don't want. And I just <laughs> oddly relatable. And I just put like <laughs> maybe a layer and a half. I'm like, oh, no. overspray. I'm like all just of the tires cooking it on. Yeah. 
I'd say it turned out like absolute garbage, as you can imagine. Like it, it came out in clumps because it was too fucking cold. Like the yeah. cans were like frozen. Yeah. And I was like, ah. And then like I backed it out because the garage had like no lights and I like backed it out. I was like, oh God. I got so much shit from all of my because it's like I'm like, well, you can't peel it off because it didn't lay properly. Yeah. So like it literally looked like my wheels, like I peeled what I could off, but like the inside of the wheels, yeah. the tires, it literally looked like everything was like fucking molding. And it was the worst. Break, break, break. Yeah. Right. You, gotta, you gotta learn. You yeah. gotta do the brake cleaner. Yep. All right. So I have one. Um, it's not like the most or the worst, but it's something I want to get off my chest. Okay. <laughs> I Alex, just never know where the story is going. Alex is gonna love this shit. I'm trying to figure out what I'm about it. Harnesses are the worst fucking mod if you do not need them. Thank you. Yes. I wanted them I so agree. bad. I will agree. And I got legit ones. I got really cool Sparko ones. Yes. They look sick. But holy <laughs> shit, they are so annoying to have in your car. I could barely reach my goddamn radio. It's like, well, if you if you have them loose, they're like hanging weird. Then they don't look cool because they're loose. So you get them yeah. nice and tight. Now I can't reach my radio. Now I go through the drive-thru and I can't fucking... So I'm like unbuckling and trying to get my arm through the damn thing to reach out to the window. I set my shit down. Then I'm trying to put it fucking back to... For what? For fucking what? I'm driving a bag Focus SD. I'm barely going 40 miles an hour. You think I need a four-point harness to hold me in to go through the McDonald's drive-thru? And then my passengers, every time they get in, they're trying, how do you adjust this so it fits me? Because the fucking one person was 100 pounds. The next person's 400 pounds. That's a goddamn nightmare in itself. Don't get harnessed. And they expire. I didn't know that until after I bought the fucking $400 harnesses. Mm -hmm. Harnesses expire once you get them and yeah. there's a safety rating for them so like they're useless like after a, hel- a couple it's, years it's like a helmet yeah what yeah and yeah. like okay. so if you're actually going to use them they're going to expire so like it i need to check i did mount them correctly i'll have you know i had a harness yeah. bar yeah. yeah they were mounted the right proper way they were just extremely inconvenient they did look cool but i probably will never do it again unless i have a track car do you think it's still a trend do you think people are still throwing harnesses yes and everything uh, and i think Anything that's motorsports related is still cool in the car scene. It's just exaggerated. Yeah. See, I don't know. Like, I see a lot of mostly, like, when I see s- stuff that I don't personally like these days, it's not the motorsport inspired sure. stuff. It's the Japanese modified inspired stuff. It's okay. the over excessive amount of hearts that I see on Miatas and things like that that are like, the steering wheels, the subway handles, the door cards, the door handles. It is that a lot of that out. stuff. It's, a lo- it's like harnesses fall right in line with that. Now there's companies making them for forty bucks. So. See, here's what I'll say to tag on to the the worst mistake I ever made is uh, we had a Miata that had the racing harnesses. This is actually where I grew my hatred oh, okay. of them. Was yeah. was in a Mazda Miata because I've had like six of them. Jesus. And when the Stop hell it. did you have six? I know. Out. I've had them for I've had a lot of you them. Also I had had one F- with you also had an FBR X seven that you I like did. told no one about. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a two, whole two and a half years. Yeah. I try to like keep, keep, Alex I, keep I keep a couple like hidden in the back back seat. Anyway. About it. Anyway, I actually saw a picture of it when I was going through. But anyway, we had them installed on what I thought was correctly. Oh god. They were not apparently done correctly. Now, my biggest mistake was when I was old Alex. 
I was getting in a fight with somebody that did a lot of autocross. And apparently when you do autocross, you know all the good stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I hated this dude's attitude about <laughs> telling me that we had the, the harnesses done oh, no. incorrectly. <laughs> I got in a full-on fight with this guy for like multiple weeks, months. We didn't talk to each other in person all oh, wow, because the of these, these harnesses not being installed correctly. Jesus. I 100% believed he was wrong for the longest time. Uh -oh. We sold the Miata. Uh-oh. One day, in like 2017, I was doing some research to figure out, because I was thinking about building a, a car that was specifically meant for track, which meant a roll cage, the harnesses, the whole nine yards. And I was learning about how to install the seat belt harnesses. I was wrong. Oh, God. So, so Mike. Damn, that is not a phrase I've heard Alex say too so often. So, <laughs> Mike from Eau Claire that had that orange Miata that I got in a fight with probably back in 2012. Yo, shout out Mike. Yo, Mike. He's you finally were, getting it. You were right. Oh, there it is. Wrong. Shout out Mike. <laughs> shout out Mike. Someone find Mike and show him that. <laughs> yes. He needs your, I Like, if he heard that, I, I feel like he'd be like, finally, yes. Yes. God damn, that son of a bitch <laughs> argued. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Saves it for oh my, oh my gosh, God. yeah, He's super stoked on that. Uh, but yeah, to wrap up the idea about harnesses. I just want to say if you have a car that needs them, absolutely 100%. Like, I'm not hating on them, I'm just saying, like, if you don't need them, don't, don't need it for they're your not, show car. They're not, yeah. they're not, they're not, it's just like roll cages. Like, people yeah. love putting roll cages in cars, and it's like, why? <laughs> First off, if you have a roll cage, a full roll cage in your car, either half cage, whatever it is, they are built for you to have a helmet on. They are built for you to have a racing harness installed. Yeah, They're not built because your fucking your head is doing this. Yeah. Of like what You're sort dead. of ping pong do you want to have going on? And then on top of that, people will build their own, you know, cages, right? Because oh, it's cheap. Here's the thing. Cages are meant to bend, absorb. Sometimes they're even supposed to push back. Like they're built for a very specific reason. And people will build these roll cages in their garage and they'll build them like the fucking Alamo, just not meant to take anything. And then what will happen is they'll get in an accident. Something will shear, like a weld point will shear, something like that. And then they got a spear that will like go into them because yeah. they weren't built the right way. So if you are going to get a roll cage, first off, get a reputable one from somebody that knows how to build them. Second off, make sure you're rolling around in a helmet. And then when you have the <laughs> harness, make sure you just have a streetcar. At this point, anytime you're fucking with the seatbelts, or roll cage, you just have a race. That is a, dude, roll cages got huge for a minute. Like, even on the super yeah. pages for the Mark Fives, there's wild people, or seeing people slang around the words, oh, it's a, it's a show cage. It's like, Ooh. yeah, no. Like, like, I've literally seen people say, yeah, oh, I would never, ever use this on the track. It's a show cage. And like, they knew that the that quality so was fucking wild. horrendous, but it looked neat. So they did it. And that, that's crazy to me. It's wow. crazy to me. Yeah. It doesn't it goes to show too. It doesn't matter which like um car group or page you're in, that stuff is all over. So Yeah, I don't it's like I think you nail I don't mind anything. Is it like nothing's that I don't hate anything in the car community. I think the only thing that usually I do. it scratches in the back of me is like people do something to their car to say it's for the intended purpose when everyone in the room knows it was not for that intended purpose. Yes. You know, like that, that's where you start to, to, you can't pull a fast one on me. Yeah. What do you hate, Dakota? Say it. Fucking bumper guards on challenges. <laughs> I've been through this. That shit is stupid. I hate it. I hate seeing it. it. That paired with the fuckers that can't follow the goddamn license plate sticker template. <laughs> one in the bottom right. One in the bottom left. 
Do not stack 80 of them. <laughs> do not make the whole thing a fucking collage of how many years no, you've owned your car. Fun, that's the no. fun part. That's Just the be joy. a decent human being. Put your cart back in the stall. Put your sticker where it's meant to be. Shut the fuck up and go home. I'm so sick <laughs> of seeing that stuff. There's like small little things that I can just imagine like when Dakota is like yeah, literally walking around, maybe like at a grocery store and he's just like just in a big fucking trembling mood. with fucking yeah, rage. Just Dude, st- yes, stupid people. Yeah. When I oh my god, my will be like just calm down. It doesn't matter. I'm like I can't, I can't I can't even look. I can't. We need to get the fuck out of here. I like going to Walmart is the bane why of it, do you my even, existence. Yeah, why do you even go to Walmart? Just, I avoid it at all costs, but there is sometimes where you just got to fucking do it. It's just that it's more convenient. But every time I go there, oh, my God. The, like the fucking one of the last times I was getting accused of stealing a goddamn onion and a potato. It was like eight cents worth of shit. And this lady's checking the bag 50 times looking for my receipt, telling me that I didn't scan things that I did scan. I'm like, lady, if I'm stealing a three cent onion, which I wasn't. <laughs> Mind your own fucking business, all right? Yeah, let it go, lady. I just, like, I, I would imagine she saw your tattoos. She's like, oh, this motherfucker. I think so. Something. Like, I didn't want to say it. You but got, I, you I, got profiled to yeah, shit. 100%. They're like, look at this big ass dude with yeah, that motherfucker can't head. afford onions. <laughs> he stole that eight cents. He literally he came up and went through all my, and I was just vegetable. I was making some fucking like guacamole, I think. So it wasn't potatoes. It was jalapeno onion, avocado, no potatoes in your concoction of items. But yeah, so that's literally only reason i went to the store and it's like i go to the stupid self-checkout which beeps and it never works right and never I feel reads like my it's card. not even beneficial to do i feel like all the time there's always an issue oh with you can it. go yeah. down a whole fucking rabbit hole please put the stuff. item in the bagging area please put the item in the ba- and it is in the fucking bagging <laughs> area it weighs an ounce so it's not gonna fucking register anyways and it's like i finally it's like okay walmart's open i'll just fucking go there I do it. Everything's going good. And I'm trying to leave. And then there's a goddamn lady checking multiple times to make sure I didn't steal an onion or a jalapeno. And it's like, this is why I fucking hate this place. (laughs) Dude. Yeah. If you want to get me riled up, stupid people, stupid people drive me insane. And I'm a stupid person, but I think I I like to think I'm a funny, stupid person. And that's okay. But when you're just stupid, stupid, when you're arrogant, stupid. Yeah. Arrogant. Arrogant, I was going to say smart, stupid is a big problem. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, Mm -hmm. Not good. We don't need that. People who put challengers and they keep their yellow banana guards on, those are stupid, stupid people. Not funny, stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you heard it there. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Dakota's carving a name for himself. I was getting a little heated there. Sorry. That's That's all right. If you haven't seen Evan Shanks' AMG, by the way, it's fucking wild. Yeah, I love that post. That was a good idea. He's a funny dude to follow. Yeah. I just, I love it. I I can't do enough of it. All right. We're done with this podcast. Game over. Thank you guys so much. Please chug. Chug, chug, chug. Jell's chugging a beer for those listening, and he finished it. Well done. Jell's never finishes drinks. That's going to be a subject on another podcast. Yeah, Yeah. give give Jell's a clap. Okay, all right, all right. Cut it out. Jesus Christ. All right. So we'll we'll talk about this on a different podcast, but Jell's never finishes drinks. He finished it, so it's legendary. It's Um, a game-changing moment. That's all I got. Oh, we appreciate you guys coming over and checking out the next Martini Work podcast. It was awesome to obviously have the old gang back together. Uh, one of the big things that we always want to just let you guys and gals know is that we can't do it without you. So if you are on YouTube, you know, drop a comment, drop a question, you know, interact. And then if you guys are looking to support, you can check it on over at Martini Works. And if the site is not live, that is on purpose, okay? Your website or your internet doesn't, it's not that it's broken and we just don't have anything live. Anything else? But it'll be there. It'll eventually. be there eventually. Just not maybe now, maybe later. 
I'm going to get bumper guards and I'm going to put them all over Dakota's car. Because mm-hmm. he's got all sorts of fake vents and areas of fringes <laughs> and things yeah. that I can just put all okay, sorts of Okay, but those are meant to stay in the car, okay? Never been we don't got to get into what that. What if they were just covers? What if not. I plasti dip your fake vents yellow? They don't so say they please look like remove. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, maybe we can do that one day. <laughs> but see, that's stupid funny. That that's like it gets a pass. That's not stupid. Stupid. Now I'm stupid. Li- stupid is doing something. I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna look it, at people. I'm gonna look at people when I'm like out at I don't know Target or Walmart mm-hmm. or something like that, and I'm gonna be like, Don't go to Walmart. Do you think they're being stupid? Stupid or <laughs> funny, funny? Stupid. stupid. And There's I'm a different. The what? thing is, you don't w- have to fucking think about it. You can see it immediately. You w- can read that WWDS. Shit. What would Dakota say? And I'm yeah. gonna think. That's, no, that's stupid. 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 Yeah. <laughs> All right. 100. All right. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Stupid. Stupid.